I do not care if you make a mistake. I care if you make the same mistake more than once because it means you didn't learn from the mistake in the first place. You're going to solve a problem and when when you realize that you're not going to band-aid it, you actually want to solve the root cause of the issue. The root cause of the issue is revealed by failure, which brings more next-level success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live Q&A, How Do You Communicate a Hard Truth? to someone you care about. Today for episode number 837, why failure and success are married. So if you are listening to us, you hopefully will notice that Alan and I have new equipment. Alan has a new mic. I have a new mic. Alan has a mixer and Alan has a headphone amp and a bunch of new stuff. While it's amazing and our goal is to improve the quality, every time you make a change, it is a giant pain in the butt. And Alan and I were just before this episode trying to get his microphone set up in the right way. Last Monday when we recorded our other episodes, we spent, what, three or four hours setting up your equipment? Yeah, brutal. And so that's our goal in this episode is for you to understand failure and success are connected just like success and failure are connected. I remember, and I told Alan I was going to tell this story, when I got my first high ticket client, I went to his house to help him set up his studio and I brought, I, I said, this is the stuff you need to order. You need to order these headphones, these mics, this mixer, these lights, this camera, these memory cards, everything. And I went to help him set up his mixer. And when I got there, his mixer was completely different than ours because it was a new version. And I couldn't set it up the first time I was there. I had to go back a second time. I had to do research. I remember talking to Alan. I bought a $75 power strip because I thought it was the electricity in his house. It was this whole thing. Eventually I got it to work. And then I had another client who got the same mixer. I went to her house to set up her studio for her. And it was far easier for me to do it because that success of getting a high ticket client brought the failure of me not knowing how to set up the new technology, which then provided me another success on the back end. So understand that every time you're succeeding, at a new level, you're probably playing right outside or right within your current awareness and capabilities. You will make a mistake, that's okay, just learn from it. And then understand if you're failing, that's going to teach you the lessons you need to learn in order to succeed next time and avoid that mistake. The other day I was thinking about this, Kev, and I was thinking about how we're 830 episodes in and we're still learning how to communicate more effectively. I sent you a TED talk about the different tonality and volume level. And then on top of that, we've talked often on the show about how we're trying not to use filler words anymore, like um, or like, or basically, I say those words often, and now we're still 
we've been speaking. I just surpassed my thousandth coaching call. I've got 180 speeches and something crazy like 890 podcasts. And just recently, you and I were like, we say like, we say um, and we say basically too much. Mm. What I find so fascinating is that this this mastery, this failing forward, this success and failure being correlated, and I was thinking about this recently, it's wild to me how we're this far into our journey and just now realizing that I say basically too often. It's wild to me how we're still trying not to use filler words in our communication when we've been practicing that, practicing this for five years. It never stops. And so those quote unquote failures of filler words that we were using, we only now got to the point where we even noticed it. And it was after a live podcast where we did, okay, what's a 1% improvement? And Kevin said, you say basically way too much. And I think the point that I'm trying to make here is that when we're successful, when we're succeeding, when we're consistent, that's when you notice the other improvement points that you never would have even noticed before. I mean, I remember early, early, early in our journey when I would interrupt Kevin right in the middle of flow and then we were listening. And while that might be good in a, in a debate or a heated discussion or a contemplative conversation, when a listener is listening in, that's actually not a good thing. So I think one of the main takeaways here today is understanding that, and I've said this so many times, but I, I want to try to make it land in a different way on this episode. You can either be good or feel good. I'm going to give you a tangible example. When Kevin said, what's a one, when I said, what's a 1% improvement, and he said, you say basically way too much, that didn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to sit here and try really hard not to say, um, not to say like, not to say basically. It's actually very, very challenging, especially when you do it. But that's what it takes to be better. That's what it takes to be great. And so I think a lot of people think that success makes you feel good about yourself. It's not true. Being successful gives you self-esteem and fulfillment because you're maximizing your potential and you're contributing beyond yourself. But success and failure are married. What we mean by that is that every new level you play at comes with new challenges when you overcome those challenges, you get to a new level and then there's new challenges. And that never, ever, ever ends and it, it never will. I posted a question today in one of the podcast Facebook groups I'm in. And the question was, what is the most piece, uh, the most valuable piece of advice you've gotten as a podcaster? And anytime I ask a question, I put my answer as the first comment just to get the conversation flowing. And my answer was, make sure you listen back to all of your podcast episodes. Because you're going to notice things that you never would notice. And this is the, the deeper part of it. Alan and I will never edit out likes or buts or basically's. We won't edit those out because if we edit those out, it will not force us or give us the necessity to make the changes. We won't have a perceived failure. That won't happen. I do believe that is a giant mistake. Genuinely. The long-term compound effect of you editing out every single mistake you make is not creating the necessity for you to get better. It just isn't. It's like Photoshopping every picture you take. If you have the ability to make yourself look better than you are, you're never 
and I won't say you're never, but you're probably not likely to do the extra difficult work to bring yourself to the level that you're showing. And that's, that's been a belief that you and I have had. Have we edited some things out? Maybe we've misspoken or we've used somebody's first and last name and we didn't want to. Sure, we'll edit that out. But if I say, um, I'm not going to say to the team, hey, can we edit out all the ums, all the pauses, any filler words, because that's not going to force us to get better. So failure, quote unquote failure, makes you look at what you did wrong and double down on fixing that. A quote I used to say all the time, Alan, when you fail, you improve more than when you win because you have more data to go off of and you have more necessity and you know exactly what not to do. When you win, a lot of people aren't focused on improving how they won, they're just focused on winning again. When you lose, you're focused on everything that went wrong and that's gonna bring you a higher level of success on the back end of whatever that thing is. You just have to trust that that will come eventually. Yeah, That's why Kevin and I use the word eventually so often. There's a story I wanna tell quickly to describe how failure and success are married to kevin's point talking about how we do not edit this show we do not edit i mean again like he said we've edited certain little things out like maybe we said someone's last name that we wish we didn't things like that but we never edit to make us better speakers we uh, we want us to actually in real life be that good of speakers so there was someone who started a podcast early on in our journey who succeeded at a very high level very very short a uh, very, very short amount of time. This person had a really big Instagram following and this person is excellent at marketing and I take nothing from that. She was a podcaster and she started a podcast. She edited out all of the mistakes and she had a podcast producer make sure that every single episode was edited, 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 edited perfectly. While her podcast did very, very, very well out of the gate because the episodes were so perfectly packaged, her speaking abilities were never even close to even what ours were back then. Mm. And this is nothing against her, but it's the, it's the mentality. It's the mentality that you can Photoshop a photo versus one other person's like, I'm not going to use Photoshop. I'm actually going to get that actual physique. Uh, the mentality of instead of wearing a ton of makeup, I'm actually going to hydrate better and take better care of my skin. See, that's what Kevin and I are about. We are about reality more than perception. We want our actual speaking capabilities in the real world to be as good as what you hear on this podcast. This podcast, if it's going to succeed, it's not going to be because we were really good at editing audio. It's going to be because we were really, really good speakers with really, really valuable expertise and really good business owners and great men, integrists, all that. I digress. Success and failure are married. This person later on was on stage with us and she was unable to hang, so to speak. But part of the reason why she was unable to hang on stage is because you can't edit live. Kevin and I have so much respect for news anchors and people that are in front of the camera and in front of microphones constantly because we have done promo videos. I mean, even group coaching, speaking of that, group five is ending January 4th. So sign up if you, if you are listening to this, but we did that promo video and we've been very, very humbled. It's not easy to create a promo video without any mistakes, unless you do a ton of post-production work, in which case imagine two YouTubers. One YouTuber is an unbelievable speaker and doesn't have to edit the video. 
one of them is a terrible speaker, does 50 takes, and does a ton of editing, and that video ends up looking better than this one. But now both those people are on stage. See, when both of those people are on stage and you're live in person in reality and there's no editing, guess who's going to be more successful? That's what Kevin and I are focused on. One of the reasons success and failure are married is because when you're not editing out the mistakes, you have to face the mistakes, you have to look at the mistakes, and you have to say, okay, I want to get better at this. The only way, you're never going to solve a problem that you can band-aid. You're going to solve a problem and when, when you realize that you're not going to band-aid it, you actually want to solve the root cause of the issue. The root cause of the issue is revealed by failure, which brings more next-level success. Hey there, Next Level University. Greg here. I'm a proud graduate of both the second quarter of group level coaching in 2021 and the last quarter of group coaching in 2021. Both of them were fire experiences. They give you tools to grow in your health, wealth, and love. And so if you want to grow more as a person, you're looking for a team of individuals who are also looking to grow, I highly recommend doing group coaching. It will uh, it'll grow you as a leader. It will grow you as a as an individual, it will grow you as a teammate. So I highly recommend as you go into 2022, if you're looking to get it off with a, a bang, just, just shoot out the gates. Uh, group five of group coaching is starting up beginning of January. I highly recommend jumping in on that opportunity and growing both your health, wealth, and love and learning from Alan and Kevin and all the great tools they have. They give it to you at a way discounted price. I hope everyone has a blessed 2022. Happy New Year. And when you have a growth mindset, every failure, and this sounds cheesy and it sounds cliche and it sounds like it belongs on a building somewhere or a, a meme, but when you have a growth mindset, every mistake you make is an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity for progress. It's an opportunity for reflection. My challenge for you, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, look back into your past, something that you have determined that you have labeled as a failure. And then I want you to figure out five things that you learned from that quote unquote failure. And I guarantee if you look back on a bunch of failures, you're going to have a lot of perspective. You're going to have a lot of context. You're going to have a lot of potential opportunities to make change. I tell, I tell people in my life this all the time. I do not care if you make a mistake. I care if you make the same mistake more than once because it means you didn't learn from the mistake in the first place. And when I say I care, I'm not mad at them or anything, but I am less supportive of the lack of progress. If Alan makes a mistake, we always say we're jeffing forward. Jeffing, to make a mistake is what jeffing means, to screw up. Forward, in a forward direction. If you're making the same mistake over and over, you didn't take the lesson and figure out how to progress beyond that yet. So that's a whole nother, we could do an entire episode on that too, I'm sure. We just got off of our marketing and online branding call and there's 22 line items that we look at. One of them is branding and perception. One of them is SEO, which is search engine optimization. One of them is social media, a bunch of others, marketing channels. We rate from zero to 10 how well we're doing in each. We either go up or down, never neutral. And then we create a 1% improvement. 
some of the best improvements come after really screwing up. I'm going to give a tangible example of this. Kev, yesterday, so I used to weigh myself at the gym. There's one of those old school scales where you have to like move the thing mm. over. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. For the last two weeks, I've weighed myself every single day and I'm in this habit. I love it. And it's right after my workout. Do my workout, go into the gym, uh, go into the bathroom, wash my hands, weigh myself on the scale. So you've been to any time fitness Oxbridge, there's three different bathrooms. Only one of them has a scale. Mm. I'm on my way home last night with Emilia because the bathroom was taken and I'm in a, I don't want to say a bad mood, but I'm like quiet, really quiet. She's like, what's wrong? What's going on? I said, I got to figure out how to use that scale at home. We have a scale at home that, that you have to set up with an app and it tracks your weight and all that. And you have to like put your profile in and all that. It seemed like a hassle because we had a lot going on with the new home. And on the way home, I'm like, it's bothering me that I didn't weigh myself today because that would have been my 14th day in a row or whatever, weighing myself. And I'm like, this is a Jeffing though, because I can't control whether or not someone else is in that bathroom at the exact time when I need to go weigh myself. So long story long here, I went immediately the next morning, I set up the app and now I have it on my phone and now I have a scale in my bathroom that I'm actually using. And the only reason why that innovation, that improvement happened is because of that failure last night. It's a small failure, but that small failure created a small improvement. And that small improvement is going to change the future for me. These small tweaks that we make at NLU every single day on the NLU impact score, NLU online marketing and branding score, PPT, 1% improvements per day. Kevin tracks our finances every day as well, and he creates a 1% improvement there. These tiny tweaks make all the difference in the world, and these tiny tweaks would never happen. These tiny tweaks that lead to success would never happen if it wasn't for quote-unquote failure. One thing I want to ask you before we go here, Kev. Mm. When we first met, you were not of the fail-forward mentality, Mm -mm. and that's not me trying to call you out, okay? But I think that you've adopted fail forward probably more than anyone ever. And going from not failing forward at all, afraid to strike out in this analogy, to like, I'm not only willing to strike out, but I'm willing to strike out as long as it takes to to hit home runs. Mm-hmm. What did you used to believe about success and failure versus what you believe now in terms of this concept? For the longest time, success and failure were directly connected to my self-worth. And when I was failing, my self-worth took a giant hit. Now, it's almost it's almost the opposite. When I'm failing, I realize that I am currently building something stronger. As long as I can find the answer. I can find the answer. You have to have that belief that I made a mistake, and the mistake is, it's because lack of practice, it's because lack of awareness, it's because lack of preparation, whatever it is. Why did the mistake happen? It happened because I didn't prepare enough. Awesome. How do I make sure I prepare more next time? Okay, this is how I do it. And it doesn't have to be a hit at your self-worth. It doesn't have to hurt your confidence. To a deeper point, you, I now, because of you, and I've gotten a lot of this from you, I have the awareness that failing is not a bad thing. And it also is not, it doesn't all come crashing down at once something could happen on this episode and I might misspeak and I might not be up to my standard. I might not add 100% of the value I want to add and I might get off this and say, ah, that was kind of a failure. But it doesn't mean this podcast is going to cease to exist tomorrow. It's not the end of the world. 
It's not the end of the world. One of my, my buddies asked me this. He's getting ready to become a full-time entrepreneur. And he said, what advice would you give yourself? I said, the most impactful advice I could probably give myself is nothing is going to happen overnight on either end. You're not going to become extremely successful overnight and you're not going to become a horrid failure overnight. It doesn't work. It's, it doesn't work that way. Now, obviously in some examples, if you win the lottery, you can become a success. And if you commit a crime, you could go the other way. Yes, but I'm not talking about those. So understanding that failure sets you up for long-term success and you do not have to connect it directly to your self-worth, especially if you have the identity of the type of person who can figure it out. That's the biggest difference between then and now. One more example and then we'll go. We, we just had someone sign up to group coaching. Her name is Sandra. So, so, so excited to have her in the group. So, so far we've got Bianca and Sandra. Shout out to both of you. And Sandra, I gave a free call to, and I ended up going to like an hour. A lot of my calls end up going over and I'm working on that by the way. But over a year and a half ago, I met Sandra and she emailed us yesterday or two days ago. She said, Hey, I want in on group coaching, but honestly, I'm thinking maybe one-on-one coaching would be better. What do you think? I love you and Kevin. It's awesome. And I said, I think group coaching would be a really good fit for you to get around some next level people. And then you can always transition to one-on-one coaching after. Plus I have 20 clients right now and I have a waiting list. But the interesting thing is when I got off that call and I emailed her to offer her one-on-one coaching, one might've considered that a failure. Mm. One might've been like, oh, well you offered her coaching and she said no. Mm -hmm. Little did you know that a year and a half later, she's gonna be group coaching and then who knows, maybe a one-on-one client. She's been a listener the whole time, right? So you have to frame failure properly. You can't, you can't, what if I had said, oh, I suck at sales? No, what, obviously I don't. She ended up being a client. So you, you just have to understand that, that failure and success are not only married, but you have to understand that, that micro failure is literally what creates macro success. That micro failure of her saying no back then actually created her saying yes now. Mm. And you have to connect those dots. And honestly, most people don't. So that's my, my last point. And there's buckets too. That's the last thing I'll say is, yes, you did not get a client, but you mastered your craft by talking about something you impacted. It's never, again, I don't, I want to stop making extremes of it's never. It's not often all or nothing. There's always something to learn in every scenario, whether it's positive or negative. Next Level Nation, we have some very exciting news. So as you know, Alan and I are hosting Next Level, uh, Next Level Live G- March 26th in Worcester, Massachusetts. We just locked down our headliner, the wonderful Tori Aletto will be speaking on relationships. We're super, super excited for her to be the headliner. We have some other speakers that we will be announcing. Eddie Panero will be speaking. Eddie Panero of Your World Within, he will be speaking. We have a list that we will be dropping very soon, but make sure you join us there. 2022 is gonna be a wonderful year and it will be more wonderful if you invest in yourself and a brighter future. Uh, We will have all the information as it comes out. It will be in the show notes when available. Did you say the date? Sorry. March 26th. March 26th, 2022. Mm-hmm. Eddie, Dr. Taryn, and Tori, I'm so blessed, are all clients. And 
They're unbelievable. And they're so good in their craft. Do not miss this event. This event is going to be 100 people. We're cutting it off at 100. There will be no more tickets sold than 100, March 26th. And we have three additional speakers that we have not yet announced either. So it's going to be six speakers, then Kevin and myself. So eight speakers, full day, full immersion event. Four hours in the morning, lunch break for an hour, and then four hours in the evening. Tori Leto will be the headliner, so she'll go last, and that will be about intimate relationships. But whatever you do, do not miss this event. Top Notch Live and Your World Within Live and Confident Women's Consortiums, the events that we hosted years ago, ended up creating some of the best relationships in our life still to this day. And not just for us, but so many people that were part of the Next Level community met each other. And then that proliferated all of their flourishing as well, for lack of better phrasing. One last thing before we go. Group 5 is closing. January 4th is the very last day you can sign up. Honestly, sign up before that because we're going to fill the group hopefully by the end of this evening. But if we haven't filled it, it will still be open online. When this is, this is dropping Friday? This is dropping Friday. Friday. Okay, so by Friday, it is possible that there's still an opening DM either of us or go online or click the link in the show notes. Click the group coaching tab. Sign up as soon as you possibly can. Chances are there will be no seats by the time you listen to this. But at very, very worst case, you would be signed up for the waiting list for, and if if you see that there's it's full, DM Kevin or myself. We'll put you on a waiting list for the group in April. Group tomorrow. six. Tomorrow. So, yes. Tomorrow for episode number... 838 tomorrow is the first january 1st 2022 so we are starting 2022 off right make 2022 your year strategy saturday and if you found value in this episode you heard something that said oh wow that's next level please share this with somebody that you love and please leave us a review so we can help more people like you get to the next level as always at next level university we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow Please reach out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.